Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today we are talking newsletters, and do not stop this recording because (laughs) here's the deal, guys, and I've been talking with quite a few authors within the past month, and I get a lot, a lot of this, okay? I'm not just saying one person. I'm saying I get a lot of this. So, I don't know if it's just this widespread um, question that goes around in people's minds, and it is doubt, and it is the devil trying to stop people from connecting with readers, but I hear people say, writers say, well, I don't do a newsletter because I don't have a wide enough following. I don't do a newsletter because I haven't written my book yet. I don't do a newsletter because, and you hear the words, because, and they'll have an excuse. And it's not just about a newsletter. It's about social media. Well, I don't have a, a website because, or I don't have, you know, Twitter because I don't do Twitter. Well, I didn't do Twitter either until last year. And I'm still learning everything, guys. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. If you're coming to the Jen Lowry Writes podcast for perfect writing tips, no. But if you're coming here for lived experiences, me telling you things that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, hey, guess what? stick around because you can learn from other people's mistakes. (laughs) But I'm telling y'all, if you have one person, and I'm talking about your Aunt Mary Jo, and I love my Aunt Mary Jo, and she supports me, and she follows me and likes my post. If you have one person, including your Aunt Mary Jo, you write that newsletter. You do that Twitter account. You've got to start branding yourself. Now, hopefully, within another year, I will see continued growth. You know, that's what I want. I want to grow. I want to grow my tribe out on the podcast. That's why I tell you guys to share it out. I want to grow on Twitter. I want to grow every platform. It's not just one place. But I also want to grow my connections with my readers. And that is a personal thing, an email thing, that you can get going with a newsletter and a call to action. 
So I want to tell you guys right now about a couple of ways that I've done this and, and I learned. Um, a long time ago, I used to do a, a monthly newsletter for my parents at work and I used Publisher. I've tried, I tried to pull up Publisher and, and it comes with my, my like my Microsoft suite and everything and, and I tried Publisher and I'm like, okay, no. Um, but I like Canva. So I do the $12.99 at this date. That's how much I pay. I pay $12.99 a month to have Canva, uh, the premium version. And the reason why I support Canva is just because, you know, I move away from the free. There's only so many images. I like to do the premium. Guys, I love Canva, okay? I love the resizing tool. That's the main reason why um, I have it is because I need the resizing tool to be able to do like my children's book sizes and, and things like that. I just, I love Canva. I'm going to support them forever. Unless you guys can convince me that there's something better out there than Canva. Um, they have the newsletter template. Okay. Go on there. Find a newsletter template that's unique to you. All right. The, you can use the free version. The free version has all the same stuff. I just buy the premium because I love them. Okay. So we've got Canva newsletters. Now I'm gonna tell you what I use at work now. And I absolutely love it, okay? But the problem with mine for that is that it's not free and I don't have that extra dough to be able to, uh, to get that one, okay? So I'm gonna talk about s'mores newsletters because I like s'mores because I'm able to see how many people actually view my Literacy Lighthouse newsletter. So that's mine at work, okay? So I have a something called the Literacy Lighthouse, and I send it out every couple of months, and it has really cool ways that you can embed video in it, links. I really, and it's very easy. It's got pretty templates. You can use colors for, for seasons. Um, you can put your own images in there for backdrops. I really like s'more newsletter, but like again, I'm not paying for that. Now I have a work account that I'm using with my school, but I can't use that for my personal business. So the s'more idea is gone. Um, but if you have the funds and you want to check the s'more out, try a free trial or go on and look at s'more newsletters. Um, I know that my friend at work, she uses s'more newsletters for work, and she talks about, you know, she got 250 hits. Like, she's getting people sharing out her newsletter in industry, people like professionals, and um, they're also looking at her newsletter because we're a magnet school, so we're tied in with the health careers. So, um, she's getting even more than the population probably of her academy because of, the you know, her content is so good. But I'm saying this, that it's really cool to track. It's tracked to see how many people have actually opened it from the email and looked. Um, I'm sending PDF files on mine. I'm sending attachments with mine. So other people don't send attachments. They do. Okay. The other day I got an email because I sign up for author newsletters. I got an email and I could tell that it was a blog post because I... Um, sent a blog post out and I got one because I always like send one to myself and I knew what the box looked like and I identified it as a WordPress blog 
So I actually got this person, somebody's using the blog post um, as a newsletter. And they're doing it monthly. So it's connecting to their blog and they're calling it a newsletter. Um, or they're using that platform. I could, Because I could tell. I could see the box around it and know that it was like the same exact way it looks like when it shows up in my email. Um, but the cool thing about using WordPress for a newsletter, if you want to do that, um, you can get a free WordPress account. And then you can also do... Um, the images and embed everything in there and it looks like it's within the email so I mean hey that was a smart idea from this author she's a best-selling author and I knew that's what platform it was um, other people I've noticed they could just do right in the middle of an email in the body where no one has to click out click anything else they're just doing messages so let's just go back and say, well, then what's the point of the newsletter? The newsletter is to connect with audiences. It doesn't matter what platform you use. I just like doing Canva because I can hit copy. So, for example, when I started my newsletter in August, my September edition was pretty easy because all I did was copy and then start from the template. My October one the same way. I hit copy. Now it was more, um, it was longer because I was celebrating two books. And so I had to do Magical Christmas Wedding and Bridges because those both came out in the month of October. So as you can see, you know, doing the copy for me works because I don't have to worry about headers. All I have to do is change the dates of the headers, change the colors. I'm going to keep that format clean and the same. I'm just going to change the content each month. Um, but I like the structure of my first newsletter, so I'm going to keep that. I did have a social media designer look over my newsletter for free. I got um, some free tips and they talked with me about columns and they talked with me about ways that I could um, use the GIFs in there and animated follow me buttons and, and push buttons and they gave me links. Um, and so I can upgrade a little bit with some of the things that I'm doing. Um, but I'm just really excited that I'm getting one out. Because last year, I didn't have a newsletter. And that's the thing. I'm going to start saying this, guys. Y'all are going to get so sick of it. But all the way to my niece's birthday party the other day, which ended up being my great nephew's engagement party as well. It was, it was wonderful. Um, we're sitting... Uh, we're sitting in the car. We're driving up there. And my husband says, just think where you were last year. Zero sales. And I'm like, oh, yes. I like it. Just think where you were last year. And I'm like, baby, I've come so far in such a short amount of time. People say a year. You know, that's a long time. No. And if you think that um, my boyfriend's back was published in July, I'm learning. I'm still learning all of the stuff. But there's one thing I'm doing is I'm trying. Even if I'm failing miserably at it, even if I forgot to do a Facebook Live yesterday, um, I didn't forget to send out my newsletter raffles. I had three people that won the raffle. 
So I had Leslie, DJ, and Eve. They won my raffle, um, and I'm going to talk about that too. So each month, if you do a giveaway with your newsletter, um, that can help engagement. You're engaging with your readers. And so you need to come up with something creative, maybe a giveaway. Maybe you can gift them either your book. And if your book isn't out yet, gift one of my books. Gift another person that you know. Gift another writer's books um, that you love. Give a gift out. Um, and have them do a call to action. So, for example, I watched this lady. She was talking about newsletters. She just does them if the people or are their newsletter followers. Well, just because someone is your newsletter follower doesn't mean that they particularly like audiobooks, okay? And so, if you're going to give away an audiobook, you don't want your code to just sit there and not be redeemed because then it's like you're wasting a connection with a reader. So, you could ask them, you know, if, if you're interested in being in this audio novel, um, you know, send me an email and put raffle. That's what I did. And then, when it came time, every time I got one, I copied their email, I put them in an Excel sheet. So, that way I could do the random drawing. And so, randomizers are very easy to do. And I have found a wonderful website. It's called Flippity, and we're using it for work. So, with Flippity, you take and you copy and paste it in, but it doesn't save, so you're not saving anybody's name. So, don't think that you're going to be able, if you're going to use Flippity.com, you can't keep your database in there. You just have to do a new Flippity each time, but all you're doing is copying and pasting. Um, there is a quick demo, a quick tutorial on the website with a video, so I'm not going to give you the Flippity tutorial but the randomizer on Flippity is fun. And I would suggest you look at it too. Like if you're hosting games um, and you're at a Facebook party, you could get everybody's names that's in the party. You could put them in Flippity and then you could um, spin the wheel. They have like a, a, a spinning wheel and it's so cool. I know that... Um, my friend also does one of these in her classroom. She has an app on her phone, and she's spinning when she has random uh, student names, and she's coded it in. So, there's plenty of these kind of randomizers out there. So, just Google that. Um, I just used Flippity because it's something that I know from work. Uh, that I learned at a workshop last month. And so here I am putting what I'm learning um, to good use uh, for my professional life into my author world. And I flippity-ed it up, and I got my top three people. And that's how I did it. Like, you could do in groups of three. And so my first group of three were my three winners. And so I emailed them yesterday and let them know that they won, and I gave them their code for Lyric Harper in the Harmonic Bridge. So... Hopefully, they'll redeem the code, and they'll like the book. Let's hope. Um, and that's a good way to celebrate your readers. The first time that I gave the newsletter out, um, I did sign up for my newsletter, and I'll send a necklace. Um, and so, I did that one for uh, the August one. For September, I did not do a giveaway. 
uh, I was a little short on money. I had to do over $600 worth of college applications for Solomon. I never knew it was going to cost that, guys. And in the summer months, teachers don't have money. So I didn't have anything. But um, this month, I'm kind of um, I'm restored a little bit. And I was able to get those promotional codes. And I was like, well, let's do the, the promotional piece for that. So... Um, there's all kinds of ways to use those promotional codes. I, I want to continue to do that, try to learn, share it with you. But I've seen people just automatically put put their newsletter subscriber list, their mailing list, into raffles. Um, another thing that I've seen people do is they use the first names only, and then in the next episode, the next edition, they write down uh, the person's names and give them a shout out like and the winner is and then they're like okay now the next raffle it could be you so i'm definitely going to start doing that on the front page of my newsletter um hopefully that could give engagement and i want to um i want to encourage you guys just to start connecting now, I've had a blog for a while, and I understand it's like a newsletter because you're just updating people on your blog. You're writing something. It's going to their mailbox. But there's something about having that newsletter. You can spread it all out all over your social media. So you can PDF that. You can put it up on LinkedIn. You can put it on Facebook for them to click. You can also put it on um, Twitter. There's, I'm listening to, listen to me, guys. You can take the newsletter that you create. If you do like a PDF, you can snapshot images. You can put that on your uh, Instagram. You can also take that, um, the newsletter, and you don't have to use MailChimp. You do not have to pay for a mail subscriber list. Now, there is a free version of MailChimp if you want to try it. Um, go ahead and try those subscription services, but I just organically do mine, and I keep up with it. Each week, I check my GoDaddy account, and I look and see my new subscriber list from my website. I copy those, and I paste them into an Excel, and so that's where my subscriber list is building. It's from all of the hits that I'm getting on my website. Um, but I also have people that subscribe to my blog. So I want to talk this out with you. You know, I'm, every day I get dings on my phone from my email. And it's some so-and-so has subscribed to your blog. So-and-so has subscribed to your blog. Well, those people that subscribe to my blog, they just might not go to my website and subscribe to get my newsletter. So I count them as someone that could possibly want to hear updates and news in a newsletter format. So what I do is I take my newsletter and I turn it that into that PDF on Canva when I'm saving it. Um, and when I download it as a PDF print, then I uh, put it up on my blog. And I'm like, hey guys, you might not be on my email subscriber list. However, you might be interested in my newsletter. If you would like to be on my email subscriber list, um, email me, you know, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com and write newsletter subscriber in the um, subject line and I'll add you to my mailing list. If not, here you go. 
But those people that are not on my mailing list, they don't get into my raffles. That's what my thing is going to be. I want to build the actual mailing list. I want people to understand that they can email and engage with me, that I'm here for them. Um, and having that raffle back email was great. I kept getting floods and floods of emails from um, my subscribers list going, oh, I want to be in the raffle. Oh, hey, Jen, you know, please put me in, um, that kind of stuff. They talk about audiobooks with me, and so I'm gaining, and then I'm emailing them right back because if I don't, I'm going to get tons of emails. I have to um, be very mindful of my email box. <laughs> um, it does get overflooded like a thousand a day sometimes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, um, and I love it, but it does get flooded at times, so I had someone send me an email, and they were like, I sent it to you two weeks ago, and I'm like, oh my gosh, listen, somehow in the midst of editing two weeks ago, I was in the midst of a, a very busy season, please forgive me, and I pulled it back up, so I really have to be on top of my emails. Um, and so what I do is as soon as I get the raffles, if I'm at home, I'm copying and pasting into the raffle drawing um, Excel sheet. So I've created a Google folder on Google Drive called raffles and giveaways. And then for each month, I'm going to start that Excel sheet that's going to list all of the names of the people because I want to see the engagement. I want to be able to see if that engagement grows. Um, where people are um, doing a call to action. This whole call to action thing, um, it's really important because it does help with your communication with your readers. And that's what this is about. And so I want to encourage you that even if you do not have a book out, okay, create a newsletter. And here's some tips for you. You say, well, I'm an aspiring writer. So what you talk about is you. Okay, one, you give them a little bit something about you in there. The next thing that you need to do is maybe talk about another writer that inspires you. And so you can talk about your inspirations. Another, another thing you can write about in a newsletter if you don't have a, um, a book out yet is where your progress is in your book. And so you can give them the behind the scenes. I'm in chapter eight this time. You guys are my accountability partners in a way. And then you can kind of share a little bit about your character. You can open up like a character profile section and talk about your work in progress. I mean, you can even call your newsletter that. Because um, aren't we all oh, always a continual work in progress? Um, there's, uh, you can do a book review a month you can pick a book. You can pick Jen Lowry Writes. Um, you can interview other authors in your newsletter. It doesn't even have to be about your work at all. Um, and you can help support another indie author. So there's so many things that you can do to build that community. If you do it that way, you're building a community of writer friends and connections. And you're also connecting with readers who love to read books. And so I'm telling you now, even if you start with a one-page spread, y'all, if I took that lady's, that best-selling author's newsletter, what she calls a newsletter, and put it into mine, it would probably be like a flyer. It wouldn't be like, it would be a, 
a new sheet. It was hilarious. My friend messaged me and said, you made an e-zine, like a magazine. And that's great. Um, Because I always have a lot to say, if you haven't noticed by now. (laughs) Um, And so, yes, my, my newsletter, I made a newsletter for my writing group last night. It was eight pages, and that was a condensed version. Um, sometimes my newsletters can be 12 pages. Sometimes they can be 15 pages. Um, it's just according to what my content is. I would love it if I would be able to get to a seven-page newsletter. Um, I feel like if the if it's too long, like it's a magazine, people won't read it. However, what if somebody flips through it and there is something on there that they like? And they're like, oh, wow, I like to read about this. So... Who knows? I might just keep myself. It's me. It's my style, right? I'm not trying to mimic or copy anybody. But what I do like to do is look at people's models. And that's what I'm telling you. Sign up for author newsletters. So if you want to subscribe to mine and look at it as a model, go to my website, jidlowrywrites.com. Okay, that's that's my author website. And hit subscribe now. And then I'll put you on my subscriber list. If you want my, out, my I about said outdated, if you want the, my previous email newsletters, here's what an author did too. An author emailed me last month and they said, I would love it if I could have all of your newsletters. Can you send them to me? Guys, I'm saving them. They're PDF files. They're in my, not only are they on my computer, but they're also in my Canva. Because I'm just hitting copy. I'm not overriding them. I'm not oversaving. So if you want to look at mine and look at the progression and see how I change them up by using the copies. They wanted that for research. They wanted my previous ones to be able to look to see how I was doing them on a monthly basis. So I actually sent them August and September in one email. Um, and so, if you want that, just email me and say, Hey, Jen, I'd love to see August, September, and October. And um, look at mine as models and see what you don't like about mine and see what you do. And so, here's here's something else. Here's what I've noticed, okay? I'm going to look at somebody's newsletter, and I'm going to like something about it. You're going to look at the same exact newsletter, and you're going to detest it. You're not going to like the format, the layout. You're going to say, well, if I did this, I would do it better. That's what makes us all unique, right? So it's not going to hurt my feelings if you look at my newsletter and you say, wow, Jen, you shouldn't do it like that. Well, I'm going to continue to do it like that until the Lord gives me another inspiration or you tell me, hey, there's a reason why. If you, if you do it this way, it's more pleasing to the eye. If you do it this way or, or that way, I'm, I'm here to learn. But just the whole critique about, oh, I don't like it. There's certain ice creams I don't like. I'm not going to go up to the ice cream and, and hurt its feelings and say, I don't like you. I'm just going to pick the ice cream I do like. I'm going to pick out the parts of things I like. And so when I get like newsletters from people... And I see how, for example, I follow this big YouTuber and I get her newsletter because I want to see she's got tons of followers, y'all. And I like to see how she builds her platforms and how she engages and connects with readers. 
she does just this one page spread and i look at that and i say wow she's going short sweet to the point that might work that might be why she's gaining she's not over you know inundating people with all of this stuff but then i'm like but you know what that's her i'm me i'm just going to continue to put out what i got right now because i just feel led to do it this way i'm building my platforms and in the future i might do this one page spread and i might send it out and she doesn't do it by the month she does a weekly check-in and so maybe that's why she does the um, the newsletter the way she does she breaks it apart another good thing to do with newsletters is you know not wait till the last minute to do a newsletter and spend eight hours on a newsletter that is not a good use of your time when you can go along the way during the month and save your progress and work a little bit do a little article here um, you know, if you get inspired, if you've got some free time, work on just images one day and have all of your images put in. So that's like some suggestions too, I will tell you, because if you are doing it something and you're sending it out, you do want to work on it and then leave it and then come back to it. You don't want to kind of do it in a one day because you might catch something. You might catch something in your own work. And so, I'm just telling you guys, if you don't have a book out yet, create a newsletter. If you have a book out, create a newsletter. Call it a newsletter. And share it. You can start with the one page. People are doing it everywhere. Then you can get advanced with, you know, the e-sign. As my friend said, I wouldn't call it advanced. I would just say, I've got a lot to say. The bottom line is that I need you guys out there working this life. Somebody asked me, well, well, what do you think the secret is of you hitting bestseller status with your Christmas book? It just came out. Well, one, it has a great cover. Two, I'm hoping that the blurb on it is appealing to people because those are the ways that you can hook people into purchasing. Strangers that are just surveying and, and looking and keywords and um, the key, I put bunches of keywords down that hopefully will draw people um, to a magical Christmas wedding. But I'm engaging with people. I'm talking about my book. And I didn't even realize it. My friend messaged me the other day and she was like, you say that you're not talking about your book, but you are. You're telling us all the time about a magical Christmas wedding. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I hadn't even thought. Because you guys are like my friends. Like, I look at you guys on the podcast all of you out there as such a great support system for me like you guys are my tribe you my people and it's like i'm not even thinking of it that way i'm like i'm here trying to help encourage you guys if there might be you guys out there buying my books so if you are out there buying the jen lowry books um all of my little babies and you're putting my babies on your shelf um just hugs to you for that so i just want to thank you for that so, guys, let's work this life. I mean, yes, I'm tired. Yes, I'm busy. Yes, I work a full-time job in homeschool, which is another full-time job. You're talking two teaching experiences in a day. Then I raise a family and cook and try to give them um, experiences and spend time with them. And, I mean, no, I, you know, my health isn't the way that it should be. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I've been battling again with my headaches because now I'm getting off of caffeine. But I know that that's just a temporary thing. I know that once my Mountain Dews 
um, kind of I get through the withdrawal of that, um, I'm going to feel better. So, I, but I do drink my coffee, so I'm still getting some caffeine, but I'm not going to do the sodas. I'm going to uh, try to lose my 10 pounds that I've probably, I haven't weighed myself, but I would say I probably gained like 10 pounds. I'm going to try to try to lose a little bit, try to get rid of the sodas, and uh, I drink water like crazy anyway, but I'm going to try to eat lunches, and we'll try to do better at that try to um, just take better care of myself in general and I'm thinking that that can help with my energy my overall health oh my gosh it is a teacher work day there are two cars let me let me repeat myself two cars okay that's all I'm gonna say about that um, I'm here super early I've got tons to do our grades are due <laughs> um, but I just want to say to you, you know, we can make this work, even if it is a one-page newsletter, send it out. <laughs> even if you feel like you don't have anything to say, sit in front of that computer screen and say something and connect with people. And so I just, I want to tell you guys how much I love y'all. Thank you for all the emails. Thank you for all the prayers. The prayers. I, I, I covet your prayers. Please pray for me. Uh, and I'm praying for you, and I hope that you have a wonderful Friday. I'm going to probably be on quite a bit today, so if you say, gosh, Jen, leave me alone, if you have subscribed to the, uh, and you're getting dings, um, you can catch up with them on a different day if you want, but um, I'm going to be leaving work, taking a half day to spend time with my kids, if I can get my grades done, so that's why I got here super early that way, I could hopefully um, be able to leave half day time um, and then be able to go home and, and spend some good time with my children. Um, so, I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. And I'll talk with y'all later. Okay, bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.